is happening? This is Quinn, and this is my show, Quinn David Furnace Presents, the Bean Town Podcast. Thanksgiving weekend. What a wonderful, magnificent, odd time warp, you know? Thanksgiving weekend, because Thursday is such a big thing, and then you have three straight days of like, what am I supposed to do now? Uh, I suppose if you were, you know, out traveling or doing something or it was non-COVID times, it's kind of, you know, you got four days to go wild. But for the rest of us who are just kind of bumming around, it's four days of like, okay, well, I slept in till 8.30 today and I'll drink a lot of coffee and do a little bit of exercising, but just end up watching a lot of tv i don't know it's been good over here i mean i just i just bopped back in uh to the city uh about three hours ago or so i was at the uh, ramos homestead it's the unofficial name uh out in the southwest suburbs for a couple of days went out there wednesday night and just got back uh, a couple hours ago Today on Sunday, November 29th, 2020, we're recording at about 4.45 in the afternoon, and I have got my Duncan Holidays Run on Duncan. Download the Duncan app today and treat them with an e-gift card. Send a virtual cheers in to friends. Here it says send a virtual cheers in to friends. Cheers in. C-H-E-E-R-S-I-N, apostrophe, cheers in. Can someone get on that and figure out what that apostrophe is for? Not the apostrophe, what is this whole term? Cheers in? Is that some sort of Boston thing I don't know about? Duncan? TBD. Uh, Thanksgiving was a wonderful treat um you know we didn't do anything crazy but ate a lot and frankly any chance i have i don't know about you guys but any chance i have to get out of the house um regardless of the reason during covid times is just really nice because obviously you're spending holidays by yourself stinks but i am a person who travels a lot typically um personal a decent amount but work I, I you know I'm always all over the place for work and that has been completely taken away of course I I last took a work trip in February I think it was I went to Minneapolis perhaps was the last work trip I ever took um and so it's you know it's it's been 10 months without it almost so it is really nice to get out and uh you know Enjoy some time away. Get uh, away from my couch in my apartment, although this Craigslist couch is great. And uh, thanks to hashtag brother of the podcast, Jack Furness, for helping me pick it up when we did. Anyways, um, we don't have a ton to, to check in on, but um, you know, probably the most important thing that you all are wondering about is tonsillitis watch twenty. 20. And I got to tell you, the coast is currently clear. Um, this is what, 
uh, oh, we got to do our knock on wood. The coast is currently clear. Um, we, this is what, week f- the fifth tonsillitis watch we've had, fourth or fifth, something like that. I think probably the fourth, although I actually don't remember. Um, you know, it, everything feels good so far. No problems. Um, I've been taking my multivitamins, although I got away from it the past couple of days because I was away from home. So we got to make sure I take one with dinner tonight. But no pain yet. Keep sipping my Dunkin'. And I got to tell you, this is going to sound really weird, but it is 100% how I am mentally operating right now. I'm keeping this podcast short for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't really have anything I, I, I have to or want to say. Um, you know, we finished up our New England road trip finally, which was a lot of content uh, the past couple of weeks, particularly the last two weeks where we... Uh, you know, hit the hour mark basically last last two weeks. Um, so that's number one. I don't have a ton to say, but number two, excuse me, is that um, I am actually paranoid. Like I, if I right now specifically right after Thanksgiving, because it's happened the last two years, right on schedule without fail, I really do not want to talk. To a point where it's going to exacerbate my throat. I don't even want a, a tickle. I don't want a trickle, a tickle, uh, a cough, uh, uh, an itch. Uh, none of it. I want none of it because I just can't put up with that. I mean, it's just awful pain. So I've got my Duncan going here, sipping my Duncan, and we are trying to just not really talk. And you might think, well, Quinn, that is silly. But you know what? If you went through what I've gone through the last two years, you would realize not not worth taking any chances. Okay? That's how I feel about it. Um, the first thing we, of course, have to get into before anything else is our Real Housewives of Salt Lake City recap, right? We are on to season or not season, uh, episode three, right? Oh, man, I just saw <laughs> the uh, the stat line currently. This is It's 4.50 p.m. They're in the second half, Denver versus New Orleans, and the Denver quarterback just completed their first pass of the game um, on their eighth attempt. That is rough. Um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I got to tell you. So the, the, the first two episodes were solid. This third one kind of stunk. There really wasn't anything going on. Um, the drama is not always super manufactured this time that they didn't even really try to manufacture any drama. There really wasn't anything going on. Um, as a, uh, as a recap or a catch up. So we got six housewives. I think I have them all down. There's two blondes, two brunettes, and then two, uh, well, they're not the same, but, but darker hair and, and they're not white. Um, so the two blondes are cousins. You have Heather, who is kind of scary looking, but seems pretty like normal, pretty grounded. So that's Heather. She's had a ton of work done. All, obviously, all these ladies have had lots of work done, but this one is just like, yikes. If I, I haven't seen a before picture of her, but I can't even imagine what you know she looked like. Oh, there's the, the Denver quarterback just threw a, <laughs> an interception. Poor guy. 
one of nine for 13 yards and two interceptions. Heck of a game. Um, so that's Heather. Then the other blonde is Whitney. She's got very large breasts. Probably has a lot of work done, but I think mo- looks looks the most natural. Um, and she has a pretty good head on her shoulders too. She's the one who had the sultry affair with her boss, got kicked out of the Mormon church, etc. Um, then you have oh. Uh, I mean, we might as well just comment on what's going on as these things are happening. Whitney revealed, or not Whitney, Heather, the scary-looking blonde, revealed that she only married her husband because it was an arranged marriage um, in the Mormon church, and she ha- doesn't think she's ever actually been in love, but now it's like she's, I think she got divorced. She's not sure if he's going to get married again. Is she ever going to find true love? Whatever. Whitney has the dad who has the worst hair in the history of mankind. It doesn't make any sense. It's not even like, oh, that's kind of normal looking hair. It's just off. It's, it doesn't like, he's like an alien. How did that hair happen? You could just, if you just Google Whitney's dad, Salt Lake City, the poor guy is addicted to painkillers. And so she went with, I think Heather was there. I don't remember. And they, but it was Whitney went with uh, Meredith to Mary's church. So Mary is African-American, and she is the one who married her grandfather, her step-grandfather. And here is the crazy thing. In this episode, we got introduced to Mary's son, who is 17. So we have, what? Uh, what is that, four generations on this show. We haven't seen Mary's parents or anything. I don't know if they're still alive. But we have... Mary's step-grandfather, and then another generation, and then Mary, the second generation down, and then another generation down from that, you have uh, Mary's son, who's 17. And the step-grandfather isn't like a geezer. He's not like this old, wheelchair, crotchety old man. Um, He can't be any older than, you know, early 70s. And that's like if I was, you know, on the, 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 the old end of of the spectrum at least from what it looks like so you have a great grandson up to great grandfather and the age difference can't be anything more than 55 years which is just wild um i can't imagine being a grandfather at 55 let alone being a great grandfather um but mary is this pentecostal preacher because apparently she had to marry no pun intended, her step-grandfather to take over the church, which doesn't make any sense to me. But Whitney took her drug addict dad there and it got really emotional, but they also took Meredith. Uh, Meredith is another uh, brunette whose husband is Chris, although they are separated, and they have a son, uh, a couple sons. One dropped out of college, Brooks, and then we also met Brooks, has a younger sister who's like 18, and earlier in the episode, before they go to church, uh, or before Meredith and Whitney go to Mary's church, you have uh, Mary came over to, or no, it was Jen Shaw came over to, I think it was Jen Shaw, I don't remember. Um, Jen Shaw is like half Tahitian, half Filipino or something like that. And she is married to an assistant coach, uh, assistant football coach for the Utah program. 
and she comes over to Meredith's house, and I think she'd had something to drink, and she was not, like, being super crazy, but just kind of, like, letting loose a little bit. And Brooks, who's, like, this very flamboyant 21-year-old white male and his younger sister were, like, faking this being really uncomfortable, which didn't really make any sense, um, but whatever. So then they were, like, talking to their mom, Meredith, and they're like, don't you see how uncomfortable that made us? And that was, like, some of the drama, but it was really felt very manufactured. And then you also have Lisa, who was kind of the villain of episode two. She's got a big-time attitude, and I think she's teaching her kid how to drive. I don't really remember. So those are basically the six housewives. We've caught up with all of them. Um, nothing that interesting happened on this episode. So they go to the church. They uh, It's Whitney and her dad with the crazy hair, the drug addict, and Meredith go to Mary Trump's Trump, is that her last name? I don't remember. Mary's church to support her. And it's just like, it's not a dramatic thing, whatever. And then Jen Shaw, who's in this weird feud with Mary, because Mary said that Jen smelled like hospital, even though Jen um, was visiting her aunt who had a double amputation. And Mary was on the operating table getting her sweat glands from her armpits removed. And apparently she died twice uh, and was resuscitated, which is just crazy. So they had this weird feud going where Mary... Originally, it was like Mary was really upset at Jen, but Jen didn't really care. Um, and it was just kind of like bouncing off each other. But now Jen found out that Whitney and Meredith went to Mary's church. And Jen was feeling like Whitney was, or um, like Meredith, uh, Brooke's mom, was like super BFS with her. And so now for some super reason, she's feeling like super betrayed. And Jen is like, OMG, you have to pick. Uh, she's Jen is talking to Meredith. Uh, and Jen is like, OMG, you have to pick between the two of us. You can't be friends with both of us. Doesn't that feel like a betrayal? And Whitney is like talking so sensitively, like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. That is kind of like silly. You shouldn't have to pick. Like, that's just, you're just being like immature about this. Anyways, it's again, this whole big, um, you know, manufactured whatever it's just it doesn't really make any sense so that's pretty much what happened on this episode i'm trying to remember if anything else happened we watched it on like wednesday night i think live as it was happening i don't really remember what if anything else happened um let's see i'm pulling up some notes here Uh, i mean you pretty much got the gist of it uh they went to the church there is a big teaser for some sort of, you know, oh, okay, this is what the, the like, the third act set piece was. It was, I, I this is why I could barely remember it, because it was really lame. There's this 1920s flapper party in this, like, secret speakeasy. So you walk into this antique store, and I think Whitney planned it, but I don't really remember why this was a thing. I don't remember what it was for, um, what the party was for. Anyways, they all show up. And, um, let's see, I think it was Jen Shaw shows up and she's like super decked out. Um, or maybe it was Mary. I don't really remember. Anyways, I think, I don't think we finished the, um, the, the 1920s flapper party. I think we were, is like a cliffhanger and they were teasing the big drama that was going to happen between Mary and Jen. They already kind of had, uh, like they already butted heads a little bit, but not, not that big. So that's pretty much what happened in uh, uh, week three, episode three of Desperate Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm not kidding when I said, like, that was not a very exciting episode. 
Uh, it just, I don't know, nothing that interesting happened. We only saw Lisa, like, once the entire episode, even after she was, like, the big villain of episode two. And Whitney still looks amazing. And I still think Heather is probably my favorite just because she seems to be, like, the normal one. Um, although Whitney, her cousin, is, quote, pretty normal as well. Anyways, Meredith's not bad. Uh, Jen Shaw got a little bit crazier this episode. Like, I was okay with Jen Shaw, and now she's just kind of, like, a little nuts. So that's what happened. Let me get my Duncan. And you know what we haven't done in like a month? We haven't done our full ad reads. And so I'm going to pull those up, and then we're going to do that. Then we're going to talk a little Thanksgiving food. And I'm going to keep this this brief. I'm going to keep this light, you know? This is just like a, a wet your palate. For those of you listening on Monday morning, which I think is what a lot of us do, myself included, um, if, if I get the chance, uh, to the, you know, this isn't this isn't the set piece. This isn't the centerpiece of your morning, the focal point. This is just us easing into our Monday morning or whenever you're listening to it. Um, you know, you can listen to this. Maybe you can watch a Pokemon stream. Um, do whatever you got to do. You know, keep it light. It's December, right? December 1st is Tuesday. Isn't that crazy? Like this whole year has been COVID except for the first two months. But who really remembers what happens in January and February? Can you believe the presidential election was this month? I mean, I'm not kidding when I say that that felt like a solid two months ago to me, and instead it was only like three weeks ago, something. Oh, man, a Rams player just dropped a cupcake interception, basket catch through his hands. Okay. Uh, oh, boy, this is going to be fun. Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you could not find a reliable home inspection in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling. And folks, we all know that winter is coming in hot, so why not get your heating tuned up? Uh, heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff 100% of the time, all the time. If you're tired of big real estate's angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspection or inspector that you can trust, it says inspector in my notes, you got to call Steve at 541 541- uh, 4100316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com again that's 5414100316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com home pride oregon inspection perfection i want to give a shout out to the samson q2u series it has crisp clean and clear audio quality and we know how important that can be with the holidays coming up whether you're singing jingle bells it came upon a midnight clear or the little drummer boy you're going to want that audio coming in very clear you're going to want to sound good whether you're trying to impress you know father joe or mother mary who is a total babe by the way um, or whatever you're trying to do you're going to want that good audio quality so remember from genesis to exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy matthew mark luke and john all the way to jude and revelation when god speaks he uses a samson 
and finally, oh, our good friends Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, only slightly different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northeast Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to bangs, fohawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's cuts. Q-U-T-Z by Q-Yahoo.com or give us a call at 815-298-7200. All right, sing with us. It has been a while since we sang, and I'm going to do it gingerly because, again, we're not risking any tonsillitis complications uh, or arousals or anything like that. Uh, sing it loud and clear, though, for us, and you can turn it up if you'd like because I'm not going to be belting it. Here we go. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Cuts by Q. Good stuff. Good singing. Welcome to part two of today's program, and we are going to keep it light and brief, I promise. I'm still working on my Duncan here. I literally walked in the door with it full and started recording about five minutes later. So, yeah, we've still got a lot to uh, to sip on, but that's okay. Uh, it's a nice little Sunday afternoon treat. I made a lot of Duncan runs this week, which is okay. Um, because if that's what I'm snacking on, that's okay. Uh, a couple of things here, um, and we're going to, we're going to try to get it in right around a half an hour, if that's okay with everyone. Uh, number one, big news out of family chat this morning, the Fernai for the first time ever in history are going on an unlimited data plan, which, and I don't think I really ever talk about this on the show but it is a saga. We could have our own Real Housewife show with using data and, you know, for for most of our lives, not lives, like the four years that I've had a smartphone, um, it's been like one gig per month is more or less what you're allocated. And I think recently got bumped up to like 1.3 or something like that. And most months we're okay. Most months we make it just fine, not an issue. Um, but occasionally it, it can cause some stress, especially for someone like me who travels traditionally, not 2020, but traditionally travels a lot for work. And it's not like I get a a work phone or a work smartphone or a work data plan or something like that. I did have a work iPad with an unlimited data plan when I uh, lived out at 817 St. Paul Street. But that, you know, that was pretty much good for like playing games in the airport or using Google Maps in the car. You know, your your phone, at least for me, is still what I'm using primarily. Um, so I, I, I will say this. It's not going to really change anything, I think, for any of us. But, but for me right now, it's not really going to change anything. Um, you know, the only thing I think will that will really change is I just won't feel as like guilty if I'm on the bus and I want to check my email or, you know, go through Twitter or something a little bit. Uh, I'm just not going to feel bad about that because I don't have to, which is really exciting. I still, um, there are certain apps that I just have turned off cellular data for. Like I don't use cellular data for Snapchat 
or for Instagram. Um, I think there are a couple others I, I can't recall right now. Um, I think I might just leave it that way, frankly, right now, um, because I don't know. I kind of just like the, uh, the posterity of it, if that's the right word. Posterity, austerity. I don't know. What's the difference between those two words? What are the similarities? Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of exciting. So that's one thing. Two things, uh, or a second thing, and actually thought of a, a couple other things um, to share with. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get into Thanksgiving food next week. I'm not sure. I will mention that um, per or pending pinky promise, um, not pending. We have received the pinky promise. Uh, Rachel Ramos hashtag girlfriend of the podcast has requested to to be featured on next week's episode so i we've we've been we've heard that before we've been told that before hopefully this time it will actually happen because we have been dying for it to happen um hopefully you know december what 5th 6th whatever next saturday is sunday we will have that for you coming in live. Maybe even get the webcam going. Um, oh, uh, okay. I have never owned a gaming console. Sorry, we're kind of all over the place this week, and that's okay because I'm just giving you some some updates. Um, I've never owned a gaming console in my life except for we had a, a computer growing up, just like a Windows, a, a Dell, um, you know, that ran originally 98 and then vista that's what we had growing up and that was those those computers were solid for gaming um but i wouldn't call them gaming computers because you know growing up you had the one computer in the house and you you know couldn't get a ton of time going on it but um i you know we had game boys my brothers each had original game boys i had a game boy color eventually my uh one of my brothers walt and i went out on it went in on a game boy advance but, you know, we've never had, like, a PlayStation or an Xbox or a Wii or anything like that, which I should mention. Uh, played some Wii Sports last night, won my tennis match, and I I bowled my, I think, my best ever bowling game. It was, like, a 230, something like that. Uh, I was hot. I got a lot of strikes. It was great. Um, just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, Jose Ramos, shout out to Jose, has generously donated uh, his PlayStation 3 because I don't know, I think they just came out with PlayStation Five. I'm not sure. Uh, we were playing PlayStation yesterday. I think like Call of Duty or something. I was really bad, which is no surprise. But I am now the proud owner of a PlayStation Three, which I'll have to do some research on. Because again, I've never owned a console before. I don't really know anything about this stuff. Um, I'm just hoping I can hook it up. And there are two controllers. I don't know. Are, are they wireless? I, I don't know anything about this stuff. Um, so I'm going to work on that eventually. There's no huge rush. Um, but you know, I do have a decent amount of extra time at home and I like video games I don't traditionally play a ton, but, um, you know, it's something that could be fun. Uh, I, he, he sent a, a bunch of games as well. They're mostly first person shooter games, which are not games that I'm good at. There are like six call of duties in there. I don't know. Maybe I can learn to be good. There's black ops two. Modern Warfare 3, Ghosts. So there's a lot going on um, that I got to try to figure out. There is NHL 11, which I'm very excited about. And I think I'm going to maybe buy, because really what I want is like 
a football one, a soccer one, and a hockey one. I think if, if I have those three, and then maybe get one that, like, Rachel wants to play, although I think she's pretty good at the Call of Duties. I don't know. She was whipping my ass yesterday. Did I mention that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to Bean Town Podcast? Well, 28 minutes in, we should let you know. Uh, number one, this podcast is uh, sometimes uses adult language. Number two, it is objectively terrible. Um, yada, yada, yada. So we have a PlayStation 3 and a, a, a TV. A TV is what I was trying to say, which I think is uh, it's like 30-some inches. It's crazy. I've never had a TV this big before. Granted, I've only owned the one, which I'm currently watching right now. Uh, 49ers and Rams looks like a rollicking 14 to, to three fun game. Boy, the Rams are really blowing it. Um, but yeah, I have this giant TV. I don't know if it's gonna fit like on this stand I have right now. Uh, I don't know. We might just leave it kind of in. Um... Okay. Uh, we're back. The, it cut out, and I noticed it right away, thankfully. Uh, what I was trying to say is, if um, assuming Rachel and I move into a new apartment this summer, um, we're actually going to have three TVs, which will be crazy, because I have my little one here, which is what I'm watching right now, and it's not even that little. It's like 20-some inches. I don't know. Um and then we have this new big one that Jose graciously gifted me. And then Rachel owns a TV as well that's pretty big that's in her basement right now. So we could potentially have an ultimate setup where we do like a TV in the living room, a TV in the bedroom, and I'm thinking bathroom. I know the traditional route would be kitchen, but I kind of like the bathroom option. Um, it reminds me of when I was in grad school and I went out, I flew out to Baltimore, I was interviewed by Johns Hopkins, eventually you know, got the job, took the job, whatever. But I stayed in the honeymoon suite. This was before, I don't know if I've ever told this story. Maybe I have a while ago on the podcast, but this happened, you know, what, eight months before we actually started the podcast. Basically, I flew out to Baltimore, and I got there really late, and I checked into the hotel at like 11. They had overbooked, and so the only room they had... Um, I had a reservation, uh, but the only room they had was the honeymoon suite, and I'm not—I wasn't paying for it. I was like, "Whatever, yeah, check me in. Sounds good." I get up there, and obviously, I didn't have a ton of time to enjoy the honeymoon suite. I was by myself. I was physically only in there for like eight hours before I checked out when when I did my interview and flew back home, but. <laughs> the place was huge. I mean, you walk in, it's got this big living room. It's got a separate bathroom, um, obviously, and a separate bedroom. But it had a television in the living room and the bathroom, which had a jacuzzi tub, and the bedroom. So I ordered a pizza from somewhere. I don't, I don't recall where the pizza was from. But I took it. I ate it in the jacuzzi tub, and I was watching a Blackhawks playoff game i think it was a series where they got swept by the preds when they were the number one seed um in the first round it was really embarrassing uh, but i had it going on all three tvs so it was like surround sound it was awesome um anyways i currently have two tvs and eventually uh, will probably be in an apartment that has three which is just crazy talk. Uh, so if anyone has any tips for the best PlayStation 3 games I should be getting, I am not kidding when I say I have absolutely no idea. Because I know that, I mean, I have a bunch of Call of Duty games right now. And I know I want to buy, you know, 
uh, a sports uh, two. Uh, a football and a soccer one, which will be old because they don't make them for PlayStation Three anymore. That's okay. I don't. I don't really care. Um, but any other games? If you have any suggestions or recommendations, yada yada yada, go ahead and give us an email. BeantownPodcastYahoo.com again. That's Beantown B E A N T Podcast at Yahoo.com. Um, there's one other thing I just wanted to give a quick mention to. Well, well, one and a half things. Number one, well, the half I guess as I sit my Duncan. And we're almost done here, I do promise you that, because um, I'm running out of steam. Uh, the series finale of The Undoing, if you haven't watched it, it's it's a pretty fun thriller. Uh, it's a six-part, uh, like hour-long each episodes, uh, based off of a novel. It's a thriller with Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman, uh, Noah Jupe, and uh, Edgar Ramirez, and Donald Sutherland. It's pretty fun. I'll, I'll say this. So the, the the finale, the sixth part, comes out tonight at 8 p.m., I think, Central. Uh, it started off really hot, and frankly, the last two episodes have kind of just been like, uh, it's still interesting, and I don't want to say it's dragging because I don't really feel that. It's just like, uh, I don't know. The It's kind of lost its like thriller aspect to me, and it's kind of just been more like drama. So it's just... I don't know. It's very much a whodunit, uh, and we are going to find out tonight. Um, but that's been really good. If you're looking for a recommendation, obviously, I know a lot of my listeners don't have an HBO subscription. I mean, I don't either. I'm just mooching. But if you can find that special someone to mooch off of, um, absolutely go for it. The other, the last thing I wanted to say is um, a new holiday movie. I think it's on Hulu. It's called Happiest Season, which the title is just like the worst title of all time. It doesn't mean anything. It's not even like a Christmas phrase or a term, happiest season. What is that? Like It sounds like a fake 30 Rock movie or something. Anyways, it is Kristen Stewart, my least favorite actress, although Anna Kendrick is right behind. Um, <laughs> and let's see. Oh, Mackenzie Davis, is that her name? It's an actress I'm not super familiar with, but she plays the opposite lead. And then Aubrey Plaza and then uh, Victor Garber and Mary Steenburgen. Bergen Berger, Mary Steen Berger, Ted Danson's wife. Um, they play the, uh, the the parents here. It's rough, but it's not so like rough from a filmmaking perspective. It actually wasn't bad in that regard. Um, it's very watchable. It's like ninety minutes, hundred minutes, something like that. The only thing is, and just spoilers coming up. Although, who really cares? The ending is like the worst thing of all time. The character development is just completely thrown out the window. There are no consequences for actions. It was such a like lovey-dovey, like I guess it should have been called happiest ending, not happiest season because you have all this like drama and like legit character conflict that goes right up until the end and then all of a sudden it's just like snap of the finger and everyone is happy again and we never got to see Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza get it on which I don't know about the rest of America but that's kind of what I was watching for so do I feel shortchanged a little I'm trying not to complain but frankly I feel I feel duped, uh, slightly hoodwinked, and significantly disappointed. 
Anyways, I'm kidding. I I mean, I don't really care. It's a family-friendly movie. I don't think you're going to get a great lesbian. <clears throat> I was going to say lesbo, and then I just went for lesbian, which is why it sounded so weird. A great lesbian scene between those two, but that's okay. Um, let's see. That's pretty much what I wanted to share with you. Um, we are at, what, about 35, 36 minutes here, which is good. That's a good spot to be. I feel very comfortable with that. Um, that's what we have. Um, I know we mentioned potentially talking about some Thanksgiving food. Uh, maybe next week we'll get into that. The whole, the whole next, I mean, the month of December is just like a big old holiday bash. And so we're going to be having fun with the podcast for the next couple of weeks as we get towards the end of year three and prepare for the year three recap and the year four uh, special introduction, which is crazy. Starting the fourth year, we're a month away from that. Here, Another technical difficulty, uh, GarageBand has been rough the last couple of weeks. Not sure what the issue is. Um, that's all I needed to say, though. Uh, and you didn't really miss anything that, that got cut out. I do apologize for that. Maybe we should figure out some the better software options in year four. I'm not really sure. We've been doing it with GarageBand for the last, this is episode 151, I think. Um, I don't know. We we will see. Um, I should investigate other potential offerings and options. For the most part, GarageBand is good. Lately, it's been rough. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what's out there. I, I At this point, I only use my Mac for recording my podcast once a week. Uh, it still works okay. I mean, it's pretty slow, but it's not awful. Um, you know, we, we'll be looking to potentially make an upgrade. So, uh, anyways, things to talk about in the future. We will see what happens. That's what I had for you, everyone. Stay safe, stay sane. Thanks for listening. We're going to tune up and turn up the music here. Thank you for listening. This has been Quinn David Ferns Presents, the Beantown Podcast. A happy Thanksgiving to all, and let's kick off this holiday season uh, with some music. Check in on you next time. Take care. Be safe. Stay sane. And, uh, yeah, no tonsillitis. Knock on wood. Bye. Bye.